Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. Our prayer is that you enjoy the word for today. God is for us. God is for us because you know what? He is. God's for you. And I know in the times that we live in today, so much is going on and so many distractions. Uh, as we talk about and mention uh, the pandemic, the inflation, the uh, tensions of uh, folks coming against each other, racial tensions, all the different laws that are being passed, uh, wars and rumors of wars and different tragic things, even natural events that people call acts of God, that if they're tragic, they're not acts of God, they're acts of the devil. But you know what? God loves you and God cares about you. But he's for you. He has told us in the word how much he cares about us and loves us. Matter of fact, in Romans uh, chapter number, uh, excuse me, uh, Romans, the book of Romans uh, chapter number eight at verse number 31, he told us about the fact that he cares about us and that he wants us to to know that he is for us. He said, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? And you know, that that lets us know. And when we describe this particular message, we said it like this, to have God for us guarantees our success in life. When you know that God is for you, it's a guarantee. A guarantee is something that you have no matter what goes on, no matter what's happening around you. And the fact that God said in Romans, when he was speaking to the church at Rome, he was also speaking to the church wherever you are, here in Chicago and wherever you are. He said again in Romans 8.31, it's King James, what shall we then say to these things? What things? The, the things that were going on back then, circumstance, situation, things that are going on right now. He said again, if God be for us, that means if God be for you, who can be against you? I say it like this sometimes. If God's for you, it doesn't make any difference who's against you, including the devil. Because when God's for you, you got everything that you have needed. You or I say it like this about myself. Me or I and God, that's it. That's the majority. Now, no matter if you have a majority of folks that are coming against you and folks fussing and fighting and cussing and doing all kinds of things and, and saying that you can't do this and you can't do that. The fact is, when you know that God is for you, you can walk by faith and not by sight. You can walk in the integrity of God's word. I'm getting a little excited. Calm down, Pastor. That's all right, because God is for me. And when I know that, I can get up in the morning uh, it, with joy, unspeakable and full of glory and knowing that God has already gone before me to prepare the way. And he's for me. He is He is in me and He he's with me and doing whatever I need to do. If God is on our side, we're sure to win. You know, that's good news. <laughs> well, Pastor, I don't always win. Well, I do it like this. If I hadn't won yet, I just don't quit fighting. I keep fighting the good fight of faith. I keep going. How long do you go? Till I win. Because why? God is for me. <laughs> Amen. When God's for me, I'm, I'm going to win. Eventually, I'm going to wear the situation out. I'm going to wear the devil out. Uh, well, the devil can't be worn out. Well, in God, he's defeated. 
He's a defeated foe. But you got to reassure yourself that you can overcome in every situation. How do we do that? We walk by faith and not by sight. Circumstances, situations may look gloomy in your life right now. There could be a cloud over you. There may be a situation going on. But God said, I'm the, I'll make you the head and not the tail. He said, we're more than conquerors, we're overcomers. Why? Because the greater one is on the inside of us and he's for us and he's with us and he's in us and he's gonna help us to do whatever we need to do. If God is for you and we know he is for us, we become utterly fearless. You have not been given the spirit of fear, but what have you been given the spirit of? Power, love, and a sound mind. And when you know that and you operate in the full, and as we've been teaching on lately, the blessings of God are on you. They're in you. They're all around you. Everywhere you go, you leave a blessing. Why? Because God is for you and he wants you to have the best and he's giving you the best. You know, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, it says this, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, I already quoted it already, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So stop giving folks a piece of your mind. People do that and for too long, they don't have much mind left. Stop telling folk off and telling folk uh, what they can't do or what they haven't done or what they should do. Mind your own business. Uh oh, Pastor, you're meddling this morning. Well, Praise God. I don't mean to meddle, but you know what? God's not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us a spirit of power. How? Power to do what? Uh, favor, power to uh, walk in uh, the abilities of God, the anointing of God, power, dunamis power. One translation of the word power in the King James, he's given us authority delegated authority. You know, I always think about that example. A policeman can stand on the street and when he raises up his hand, traffic stops. Not because that policeman is so strong he can stop a car in, in the midst, but because of the authority that's placed on him by the state or by the government. People know and they respect that authority. The word power is authority in a lot of cases because god is for us he's given us the authority in the name of jesus and we can operate that way when we know it's ours and we know who we are in christ and we know what we have we can have the assurance that god is with us no matter what the circumstances may be in our lives no again no matter what people may say or do you can know that god is with you the word of god the knowledge of the word of God along this line will cause hearts to leap within us for joy and build us up in our most holy faith. And we can have that word we talked about the other week, confidence in God, in the things of God. You know, the new in the New Testament, we have a better covenant that's based on better promises. Old covenant was, I mean, we don't live there anymore, but we got everything good that they had. But 
in Hebrews 8 verse 6 says this, but now hath he obtained a more excellent ministry by how much also he is a mediator of a better covenant, the New Testament, the new covenant relationship, which was established upon better promises. Why? We walk by faith. We're not, we're not limited to the law anymore. We don't walk by the law. We walk according. Oh, pastor, we, we're supposed to obey the law. I'm not talking about the natural law. I'm talking about the 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 law of faith and the, the law of that has penalty to it. Spiritual, the spiritual law. We walk in the arena of faith. That's believing and receiving God. Why? Because God's for us. And he made a plan and he made a way for us that's better and a better covenant. You see, our bodies are the temple of God. When you realize that your body is the temple of God, that means that uh, a, a temple is a house or, or a building. But it's also this temple is where God lives or where he desires to live and rule and reign in you. But you have to give place to him. Your body is, when you recognize that when you got saved, you got born again, you invited Jesus into your heart, he came to indwell you. So he lives on the inside of you. Pastor, does that mean that God is with me everywhere I go and he hears everything that I say and sees everything that I do? That's exactly what that means. <laughs> Man, you know, if we were more aware of that, I don't think we'd say and think and do some of the stuff that we do. Amen. I'm becoming more and more aware of that. That's the reason you know what? A lot of times I just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Amen. When I'm talking with Sister Ella and something uh, tries to, that, that I'm thinking about responding sometimes in a, in a way that uh, may not be the very best, <laughs> I have learned to listen to my heart and not come off the cuff and say things. What do you do, pastor? I bite my tongue and shut up and don't say it. And you know what? I bet that's caused, uh, caused us to have a lot less disagreement. Why? Because I know that God is for me and I don't have to always have my way. How about you? Well, pastor, I just like having my way where well, everybody does, but we don't always need to have our way. Sometimes we're wrong. Oh, no, pastor, you mean I'm wrong sometimes? Yes, you are. <laughs> Amen. I am too sometimes. But with the help of God and knowing that God is for me, that he's in me and that he's with me and that he's given me the word and he dwells on the inside of my body. Well, how do you know that? Because he told us in the word in 1 Corinthians 3, 16. 1 Corinthians 3, 16, he says this. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. God lives in you. And when you're a believer, you recognize that fact and he speaks to you, then you'll be quick to respond. That's not the, not the only verse that he tells us that. In 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19, 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19, he says this, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own. Do you realize that we're purchased property? Oh, I'm not in slavery. No, we're not anymore if Jesus is our Lord. But we have been purchased with the highest price that's ever paid, the blood of Jesus. And thank God he did. We're 
bond servants unto him in a sense. In other words, we're willing servants to, to yield to whatever he says to do because he lives on the inside, because that's better than anything that we could decide to do for ourselves. He's in us. Thank God. That's not the only scripture. Another one, Pastor? Yes. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 16. 2 Corinthians 6, verse 16 says this, And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. And God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Are you God's people? If you're saved and born again, you're a child of God. You're heir according to the promises of God. You're Abraham's seed, and the blessings of Abraham are yours. But you have to know that to walk in the fullness of it. And God will help us, but if we ask and depend on and know that he's for us. God wants better for you than you want for yourself. Wow, that's a strong statement. But it's true. Too few of us are really conscious that God is in our bodies. But the more we are, the more we're going to be aware and walk by faith and not by sight. Some Christians constantly talk about their lack of power, their lack of ability. If they realize that God is in them, they would know that nothing is impossible for them. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. Great as he is in me, as he is in the world. Pastor, you already said that. I said it again. I'll say it over and over again. I say it every day. I say it every time I minister the word because it's so important for us to know that we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk in the integrity of God. I've got, got to get to a concluding spot, stopping spot. spot. I'm not, in, not finished, but Mark 9, verse 23. Mark 9, verse 23 lets us know what the Bible says. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth." Do you believe? Did you, do you believe that Jesus is Lord? Do you believe that he's your Lord? Are you acting that way? Well, Pastor, I believe he's my Savior. Thank God for that. But do you believe he's your, your, your Lord? That means you're yielding to what he says to do and doing it. I believe that you are. I believe that you're going to get better at it because God cares about you. And he wants you to know that you are the head and not the tail, that you're more than a conqueror, you're overcomers. Finally, 1 John 4, verse 4. 1 John 4, verse 4 says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Them what? Them circumstances, them situations, them devils, them demons that are after some folks, or you at times, or me at times. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater one dwells on the inside of us. Thank God he's for us. Let's pray. Father God, we just thank you so much for your word. Lord, the first step of walking in, in full power of God is making you our Lord and Savior. So right now, there are people out there that are going to pray this prayer and, and, and confess with me. I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart, Lord Jesus, that you died for me. You paid the price that I couldn't pay so that I could have life and life more abundantly. Lord, I believe that and I make you my Savior and I make you my Lord. I thank you for forgiving me. I thank you for cleansing me. I thank you for saving me. I 
am saved. Amen.